0: We are lost without God's guidance. His word guides us to the road we should take. He sends the right people at the right time to help us along the way. There is no obstacle that God can't get around, no mountain he can't move. He can send an army to help us or one solitary companion to light the way. John Carter has spent 60 years traveling the globe proclaiming God's good news. This is his tribute to God's quiet revolutionaries.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to God's amazing revolutionaries, his quiet revolutionaries, the real heroes. And a welcome also to Wayne Hackett,
0: Tell us about N.C. Wilson, the President of the World Church.
1: Elder N.C. Wilson was a giant of a man with a tremendous intellect and the memory of a (laughs) hundred elephants. Once he met you, he never forgot your name. That was my experience, at least. And many other people told me the same. He could meet you after 10 years and he'd say something like this, how are you, John, and how's, how's Beverly? And how are the children? <laughs> so he was a man, quite uh, distinct, unique, a tremendous leader. He was largely instrumental in our going to the United States of America. He met with me in Sydney, talked to me about going to America, and helped to smooth the way for us to go to the United States of America. This, of course, was in the providence of God. Also, he was used by God to get us to go to Nizhny Novgorod, the great city in Russia. He had a profound influence on the work of God in Russia. I will be forever ever in the debt of N.C. Wilson, whom I liked a great deal. I flew up to meet him on one occasion in Washington, the General Conference. He got up early in the morning to meet with me in his office, then asked me to address the General Conference Committee, and we talked about evangelism. He believed in evangelism. He was a real leader. I want to read you this text, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Listen to me. God has got a purpose. God has got a plan. God has got a a plan. He's got a purpose for your life. God is working on that plan, and God is working on that purpose now. And God used N.C. Wilson in his purpose and in his plan for us to go to Russia. We will be forever in his debt.
0: You have a remarkable team. How have they helped you achieve some of God's amazing work?
1: When we talk about amazing accomplishments, we need to underline this. Anything that has been done has been done for the glory and by the power of God. We are simply, listen carefully, we are simply God's weak instruments of his grace. It is true. We've seen the power of God. We've seen the glory of God. We've seen hundreds of thousands respond to Christ. This is why I believe in public evangelism. People say, Well, it doesn't work anymore. Well, it doesn't work if you don't work. It doesn't work if you don't do it. When people say to me, We don't believe in it because it doesn't work anymore, I say, How would you know? <laughs> You've got to get into the water. You've got to swim. You've got to get into the elements. You've got to feel the power of God. Now, God has given me a remarkable team, and these people are God's special messengers. I I look upon them as God's quiet revolutionaries. To me, they are God's heroes. They're my heroes. My wife, Beverly, is a most important part of the Carter Report team. I'm going to tell you folks something. Are you listening? (laughs) Most of my good ideas haven't come from here. They've come from Beverly. The idea of taking young people overseas, getting them out of the, the worldliness of places like Sydney, taking them into third world countries, getting them involved in great evangelistic campaigns, where they've seen the power of God and where they in turn have become converted. This was Beverly's idea. It was her idea to go on television. Now, I don't consider myself to be an expert with television, but I do it because God has called me to do it. It was Beverly's idea. She's come with me every place I've gone to. Good places, tough places, bad places, dangerous places, safe places. All the places we've gone to, especially in Russia and Ukraine, she's had a heart for God and for children. She's visited orphanages everywhere in Russia and in Ukraine. And she's made it available to the leaders of those orphanages to supply the needs of the children. When we were in the city of Kiev in Ukraine, it was just after the terrible Chernobyl disaster. And she went She went to this place. You won't believe it. She went to an orphanage where they had little children who were suffering from radiation. It was dreadful. But she went there and she ministered to these little babies I pay her a tribute today and I say, thank you, Beverly. Then I've got other members of the Carter Report team who've been with me for years, like Susie and Javier Pirino. They've been with me for 30 years. Javier uh, has served as a volunteer. He used to work for Delta Airlines and he would arrange for us to send our, our stuff around the world. We could not have done it, I believe, without the help of Javier Pirino. Susie is in charge of communications for the Carter Report. She writes letters, she visits with people, she prays with people. These people have hearts for God and hearts for people. They are God's amazing ambassadors.
0: Tell us about your son, David, who works here at the Carter Report.
1: David Carter is the Carter Report director and producer for television. David went to Sydney University. He earned a degree. He has an eye for all things artistic. He has an amazing ability. So he's an artist, which makes him a great television director and producer. He's also extremely, what should I say, in his work, he wants things to be done just right. I appreciate that. I applaud that. Then when we've gone overseas to run these great campaigns, David has often served as the person in charge are putting it all together and preparing for the crusade. Now, what I'm going to tell you, you'll find hard to understand. At least some of you will. Because the church is not doing this anymore. Apparently they're not. Maybe in some countries like El Salvador. When we went to El Salvador, we hired the National Football Stadium seated 65,000 people. It was David's job with his team to build the stage, to set up the giant projectors, to set up television cameras. It seems easy. It's an immense undertaking. David and his team were up all night, night after night, Wondering, we're not. He, he'd come to me, Dad. I don't think we can get it done. We don't have enough workers. The contractors haven't turned up. I would say, David, do your best. Leave it in God's hands. I would go down there sometimes at night and pray with them. So even now, here we are. We've been stuck in Australia because of COVID. We've been unable to travel, David came out from America to be with Beverly and me and he is in charge of the of doing this television program we don't have a television crew <laughs> the television crew is david and his mother who is just looking after us all and making sure that we we do our work properly <laughs>
0: How do you provide sound for 100,000 people?
1: With a great deal of difficulty. Now, we've got a gentleman who works for the Carter Report in America at our head office in Southern California. His name is Don. Don is a perfectionist in what he does. When he gets this videotape, he's got to work on it because we're doing this under extremely difficult circumstances. Don will travel with us when we do overseas campaigns. With David, they send all the equipment ahead. We've got our own container. It weighs many, many tons. The container has to be put on the ship. It's got to be unloaded from the ship. They've got to be there. They've got to fight it through customs. All the PA is in the container. It's got to be taken out. It's got to be assembled in some country where you're getting a lot of opposition and very little help. Don does amazing things. We respect him. He comes from New York City. (laughs) Don is one of God's... Special men.
0: Who are the other members of your team? There's MK. He's a South Korean American.
1: He's our editor. He's going to put this together. He's terrific. They don't come any better. There's Wayne Hackett and his beautiful wife, Marilyn. We've just picked up a package at our front door. It's come from America. It's from Wayne and Marilyn. God bless you. It's so kind of you. Wayne is the person who helps to put it all together. He's the person who is the voiceover. He asks the questions. He is a creative genius. So is his wife. This Angela Jihu. Angela is a Chinese-American. <laughs> Angela's got a special love. Scooter, that's her little dog. <laughs> but all of the stuff we send out, like these handbills here, this handbill that is talking about the campaign in, in Cuba. You see, because... We have a work also in Cuba and the Cuban government allows freedom to preach the gospel. Angela puts it all together. She doesn't do a good job. She does a terrific job. Now, she's a little bit stubborn, (laughs) but Angela does a terrific job. These people are God's secret, quiet revolutionaries.
0: Who handles the Carter Report finances? And how much does it cost to run a big citywide campaign overseas?
1: The person who handles our finances is a fully qualified accountant. Her name is Cherito. I don't want to see the finances. I don't want to touch the finances. And so we've got auditors and we've got Cherito. She works for us full-time. Now, you ask the question, how much does it cost to run a big evangelistic campaign? Surprisingly, very little. A big campaign, a big Carter Report campaign, costs around a million dollars. You're like, that's a huge... No, no, no. That's peanuts. The median price of a home in Sydney is well over a million dollars. Just down the road on the Gold Coast in Sydney, they're selling blocks of land on the ocean for 4 and $5 million a block. And you think an evangelistic campaign for a million dollars is a lot of money? Hey, please, Lord have mercy. As they say in America, Lord have mercy. And people over the years have sent us many, many millions of dollars. The money's come in from all over the world. and Every dime has gone for the saving of souls and the preaching of the gospel.
0: What other special people help keep the gospel fires burning?
1: Well, this Angie, she's a beautiful Armenian lady. She's Susie Pirano's assistant. You'll hear her beautiful voice. Usually, when you call the Carter Report, she's a special person, we love her. There's Sherry, she's our prayer coordinator. She prays for people. People call the Carter Report. They get often get Sherry. She prays with them. She sends them emails. She sends them texts. We believe in the power of prayer. Sherry is just a beautiful lady. She is a special person. There is Jacob, David's assistant, assistant producer. He's a person who's absolutely diligent and reliable. It's amazing. I don't deserve these people but God has given me these people and together we are working to preach Christ and extend the kingdom of God.
0: Have church administrators ever been involved in Carter Report campaigns?
1: Yes, they have. In Central America, Pastor Pacheco, Abel Pacheco, The president of the union, wow, what a man. He's a mighty man of God. He's one of the finest Christian leaders in the world today. He lives in a country that is filled with crime. He's got the heart of a lion. He believes in public evangelism. He runs three evangelistic campaigns a year. So do his pastors. I've gone down there and i preached to the pastors also. I've never met such a group of men, so much on fire for God. And then I come to America and I come to Australia and I talk to church people and they say to me, oh, Pastor God, it doesn't work anymore. We don't, we don't do it anymore. The reason it doesn't work anymore is because you don't work anymore. <laughs> why don't we have faith in God and why don't we do something great for God? Then we've had other administrators like Alexander, great leader in Russia, Vasily, the union president, great leaders for God, none better. And in Australia, Pastor Harold Harker, who was the president of one of the great unions in Australia, a great administrator, but a man who believed in the Bible believed in the gospel, and who believed in evangelism, still does. He's the Carter Report manager in Australia and uh, overseas manager when we run campaigns. A tireless worker. When we went to Siberia, we ran outdoors in the city of Erkutsk. You know, it gets chilly in Siberia, minus 40 degrees. In summer, it gets hot. We were there in winter and in summer. We had to build this tremendous stage outdoors and put up these humongous screens. Huge. We have about uh, 20-plus metres of screens. Huge. Giant projectors. People say, isn't that a little bit extravagant? No, of course it's not. Don't you believe in the power of God? We expect huge crowds to come and they do come and we see the power of God. The greatest problem we face today in the church is unbelief in the power of God. But Harold Harker is an administrator who believes in evangelism because he's old-fashioned enough to believe in Christ and the Bible. I've seen him out there in the middle of the night, in Erkut, working on the stage, wind blowing like crazy. He's up on the stage. This is while he was still a church administrator, not after he retired. He's up there with a hammer. He's driving the nails, driving the nails. Yes, I've had some administrators in the church who have joined forces with us and we thank them. I think also of John Hammond. Dr. John Hammond, who was in charge of the Adventist schools in, in Australia, as you know, the Adventist church is the largest Protestant church school system in the world. In Australia, John was in charge. He's a scholar and he's a gentleman and he's a doer. He's a worker. He's been with us to Russia. He's been with us to Ukraine The Carter Report team appreciates him and loves him. I do. I appreciate him. I respect him and his beautiful wife, Sue. Thank you, John. Thank you, Sue. You are some of God's heroes.
0: Your audio professional did sound for presidents of the United States. Can you tell us about him?
1: Well, now, you're talking about my old friend, Bob Bob Ludwig, who comes from Malibu in Southern California, he's done the sound for President George Bush, other notaries. He's got his own sound company. I had the privilege of baptizing Bob in the surf at Malibu some years ago. As I was about to baptize him, a big wave came uh, took Bob out of my arms and rolled him up the beach) <laughs> It was a special baptism for a special person. Bob has traveled with us around the world. He's gone with us to some of the most dangerous places in the world with Don. He's been there putting the sound together. Sound for 100,000 people, 200,000 people. Is it easy? It's difficult. It's terribly difficult. Sometimes it's dangerous. Sometimes we have to bring in and find our own generators to run the sound equipment. Imagine what they do when they set up for a rock concert. We've got to do that for a Jesus concert. People tell me, no, crowds don't come out anymore. Hey, you've never seen the rock concerts? People come out when they've got something to come out for. Bob Ludwig. Is one of God's heroes with dawn. They give us the greatest sound. Then we have this marvelous television crew, marvelous team. I'm not saying this to glorify them, but to glorify God, to tell you this. God has promised to supply all all of our needs. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, the Bible says, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God has supplied our needs marvelously, miraculously. He will supply your needs too. My friend, I say this to you, from my heart to your heart, put aside, put away your unbelief. Stop talking doubt. Stop saying it can't be done. Be a winner. Be on the side of God. And so I say to you, my dear friend, believe in the God who believes in you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
0: Because of the current crisis in the Ukraine, spiritual programs have all but vanished. There's an overwhelming hunger for the Word of God, and to respond to this urgent need, the Carter Report has pledged to build a media center. There is a building in a safe part of Ukraine that needs to be finished. Lights, cameras, sound and editing equipment will be purchased and installed. This center will produce Bible studies and church services. Also, radio and Christian TV programs that can be viewed on digital devices. Here are a few of God's soldiers on the battlefield in Ukraine. Dear Pastor Carter and uh, your team, dear friends uh, who support us in this very challenging time for Ukraine. For us, it's a big relief, huge encouragement that we can stay here and can dream about future steps in our mission to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We appreciate your prayer support, we appreciate your donations so much, we really dream that here in this place will be a very good uh, studio for Chernovsy, for Ukraine at all, where we can share the gospel. Please continue to pray about us, about our team, about Ukraine, and we will pray for you. Thank you very much. These people are compelled to move forward in faith. Let us all, in God's grace, move forward with them. We are asking you, supporters of the Carter Report, to help heal the hearts of Ukrainians with the Word of God. Please send your contributions for the Ukrainian Carter Report Media Center to our website or to the address on the screen. They need peace. They need hope. They need the Word of God now.